Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 82 for July 12, 2011. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can always write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. My interview guests on this episode of the podcast are Emil Goldschmidt and Bo Ronda from the band Mama's Baba Ganoush from Denmark. Mama's Baba Ganoush has a new album out entitled My Heart Aches When the Angels Dance. So we'll be talking to Bo and Emil in just a moment, and a little bit later on we'll get to hear a track from their new album. So let's get right to it. Here's Mama's Baba Ganoush. Hi, this is Keith with Klezmer Podcast, and uh, very happy to have members of the band Mamas Baba Ganoush from uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. We have Emil. Hello, Emil. Hello, Keith. And we have Bo. Hey, Keith. So <laughs> nice to be here. Very nice to meet both of you, and I'm very excited to have Mamas Baba Ganoush on the Klezmer Podcast. Yeah, um, we're just excited as well. Yes, his last time, uh, the first album, I only wrote a review. I didn't get a chance to interview you uh, in person. So uh, I'm very excited. You have a new album out now. Yes. And uh, the title is My Heart Aches When the Angels Dance. <laughs> yeah. I love that title. Uh, Emil, could you explain uh, what's behind that title? Yes. Actually, it was it was Bo's idea because... Um, we had a working title called Mama, I Love You. And um, we just thought it's, it wasn't the right title. And then uh, Bo, he talked to one of his friends called Christian Litt. Mm-hmm. And Christian is a, he's a Danish uh, writer, but he was also a guy who's running a, a record company here in uh, Copenhagen. And at that time, we, uh, we were just about to release our album at his uh, record label. So I just... Uh, actually sent him an email hey my friend uh we're just having a bit of a trouble with the title for the album can you please uh send us the title and two minutes later it was my inbox and it just had the title so that's how it happened <laughs> wow outsourcing the album title that's good <laughs> exactly and and uh, it it, uh, it seems like the right title because uh the song um uh, uh what's it called the Klesma, um Oh yeah, we were we were talking about the Benny Goodman song, uh, when the angel sings. Yes. Mm. And it has a paraphrase. It's kind of in the same. Uh, right, same and 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 the angels sing. Uh, and it, the angels sings, yes. Exactly. So uh, when we got that title, we just seemed uh, it seemed right. That's great because uh, quite often the, the album title is is the same as one of the songs, so. In this case, that, that's, that's not what you did. So I was wondering where that came from. Yes. So that's great. And we'll, we'll talk about more of that. I, I want to talk about the, uh, the artwork on the album, too, which I think is stunning. Um, but tell me some uh, history and background of Mama's Baba Ganoush, uh, even where you got the name of your band from. Uh, it, it's uh, making me hungry just thinking of your band name. <laughs> yes. Um, well... The band members is all, uh, we all old friends and, uh, we have been playing together, uh, before we started the band. And I guess the band started in about seven years ago when I was called up by 
uh, famous rabbi, rabbi here in Denmark asked me to play at the Hanukkah Fest party. And I just gathered these musicians and um, we played uh, the gig. And afterwards, all the, uh, the members just saying, yes, we want to play this music. And the, then so we started. And then uh, we had to decide a band name. And we were sitting uh, at my place and eating some, uh, some great food. My mama is a great cook. So um, she was coming with a big ball of baba canoes. And we were just thinking, well, shouldn't we be calling our band Mama's Baba Canoes? All right, I'm definitely coming to your mom's house when we come to visit yeah, in, in Denmark. Please. <laughs> That's great. So, um, and then your instrumentation uh, looks like a, a lot of people in the band play several different instruments. So, um, does everybody fight over what they're going to play on which song, or, or how do you decide that? No, it's actually um, it's really easy because uh, it seems to. Um, be very natural, you know. Uh, Emil is, is is playing, uh, of course, the clarinet, and uh, my brother Lucas, he's got the saxophone, and and uh, everybody's just got their. Uh, I think our our instrument kind of solves uh, the arrangements and and um, and really helps us get to the core of uh, what this is about. But uh, but then when I'm not playing, for example, I I'm, I'm the trumpet player of the band. Uh, I think what can I do? And I found this uh, this instrument called Omnichord, which is a old Japanese one, I guess, if, uh, not that old from the 80s, <laughs> but it's it's kind of a electronic harp, and I, I think it, it seems to uh, work well as a going into a totally another world, uh, sound wise. Oh, is that what what we hear at the beginning of the album? Uh, at the very beginning, uh, I don't think so. Sounds uh, like but, a harp uh, or something. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, we have. Oh, maybe um, that's the old album, the first album. I think you did that. Uh, it's, yeah. it's actually a, a, a acoustic auto harp, like uh, what the Carter family uh, plays. But uh, later on in the album, it's the electronic one. Okay. And so I, I think also with the instrumentation that we play so much here in Denmark, and playing a lot of. Uh, concerts and and weddings and so on so we all like to i don't say uh, evolve the music always trying to do something new and we just incorporate these instruments we we think of so nicola is also playing guitar on the record and uh, andreas is playing uh, synthesizer and so on so we think of trying always to elevate the music Right. Now, let's talk a, a, a bit about the uh, the style because you go from everything from uh, a very traditional klezmer um, to uh, some of the uh, the Podolian uh, repertoire, and then some of your originals are a little bit more. Uh, I don't know how to say the progressive. They're they're, they're uh, uh, more contemporary. So. Yes. You've got a, a very wide range of uh, styles here. Right? Talk about that a little bit. Yes, I think it's, the album had, has come out of uh, that we have traveled a lot. And uh, we have been to Romania and we have been to Argentina and we have been to, of course, the USA and, and different parts of Europe. 
and and we uh, tend to find inspiration in the in different types of music to the, uh, for the country we are coming to visiting. Um, and so we think of klezmer not as being one way to go, but a lot of different genres in there we can mix. And and we just choose this uh, the songs we just find are awesome. That's great. And you have some original uh, songs you've done as well. Uh, the one I like on, is the number two track, the, the Kosher Nostra. I like that title also. Um, <laughs> who, who came up with that song? And, and uh, uh, it, it, that sounds a pretty modern style uh, in itself. Yes. Um, That's Emil. <laughs> he came up with it. Yeah, actually. No, I, I was just writing the, the melody. And then we got together with the band, uh, and actually was chewing at that part. And we just uh, got together um, a morning and played the song. And then suddenly it just came to life. And then we had Kosha Nostra. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I was at that point in the morning. I, I didn't really feel like playing trumpet. So I started playing the drums. So actually in the beginning, there's two drums. But that, that's how it, it turned out to be. <laughs> So let's see what what else uh, on the album. You have a, a a lot of interesting titles on on the album here as well. So uh, uh, I, I like the life and joy in different suburbs. What, what's that all about? Well, um, the accordionist uh, Nikolai Nikolai he he wrote that song. Actually, the title was "Life, Joy, Death, and Work in Different Suburbs." And I don't know really why he came upon that title, but I guess it makes sense in the form of uh, the song. It has different kind of uh, vibes in there. You have a, a very fast part and a very slow part. So we were thinking of the all the oppositions there in that song. I see, yes. Well, that makes sense now that I think of it. Yes, <laughs> that's great. And and uh, I, but I don't I don't see any titles that that are are Danish titles. No, I I think we're going for for an international record. I see. Very good. Okay. And I guess there aren't many Danish Christmas songs. Probably not. <laughs> I guess you could translate one of the Yiddish ones into Danish. I, I'd be interested to see what that would hear, what that would sound like. Yes, you got it. You got it. Next record. <laughs> All right, folks, you heard it here first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Danish uh, Danish klezmer uh, vocal. We got to hear that. Yes. Um. So, uh, talk about uh, your musical backgrounds a little bit. Yeah, uh, we can do that. Um, you studied, uh, uh, you know, other music first, or, or you came to Klezmer later, or uh, you know, how how did you come to Klezmer? Yeah, uh, Emil has been brought up with Klezmer, so it's been life uh, forever, I guess. Um, and um, uh, me and uh, Lucas, my brother, uh, we met Emil uh, back in the days when we were playing in. Uh, the Tivoli Gardens, which is a old amusement park in the, in Copenhagen, and um, we were playing in a boys' guard, going around uh, 
playing uh, old mass tunes, um, like uh, 25 uh, hours a week, something like that. We were playing in the, in the amusement park. So we met up there and played a lot of marshes and uh, started getting to know each other and played uh, after work, you could say. And, um, and then later on, um, we met uh, Christian and uh, Nikolai and uh, Andreas at the conservatory here in Copenhagen. And um, Emil uh, brought up the music, but uh, the rest of us come from uh, a lot of different musical backgrounds. Like uh, I've been playing a lot of electronic music and, um, and uh, of course, some classical music and um, a lot of like folk pop uh, uh, rock. And um, I guess that, that uh, goes for a lot of us. Um, some jazz. Uh, Christian is a jazz drummer. Um, Nikolai, he's been he's been everywhere. So, uh, but uh, but Emil, he can he kind of uh, got us all together and um, made us love this music. That uh, right now it just seems like uh, we we can't live without it. Great. Well, that, that's very interesting. So that's uh, uh, very interesting how Emil found all you and he got you to do the klezmer. Now you mentioned the the, the drummer. Uh, yeah, as yeah. a jazz drummer, I, I, I noticed Mama's Bob Ganoush has a, a style and the drumming has its own style and it, it drives the band, um, in a different way from, from the other Klezmer bands that are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that something you thought about? Is that what your drummer felt when he came to the, this music that he would play in that style rather than a, just a straight, simple Bulgar? And there's, there's a lot of drumming going on and it sounds, it sounds pretty um, jazz-oriented. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like uh, he came from jazz and's been playing jazz for for the the most of his life. But um, but uh, I think uh, what you can hear in bands like uh, the Doors and uh, different bands is that it really works with a with a jazz drama that's going into, for example, rock or for example, like klezmer. It it's gives this uh, uh, vibe that can't really be controlled. That's on his own and uh, very lively, and um, I think uh, that's what he wanted to do, and I think it works very, very well. But um, again, when we came to, um, we played in Carnegie Hall in uh, I think two, 2008, where Alicia Siegels uh, was very into that uh, he was uh, he had to learn the the, the old school style, uh, um, and uh, he started listening to a lot of very, very traditional uh, things like uh, Elaine. Uh, Hoffman uh, Watts and uh, and all that and he uh, got very very inspired. So right now he's he's a mix of jazz and and rock and uh, the traditional uh, klezmer drumming. I would I would say. Well, that's good. So he so he can play the traditional when he when he feels like it. So that's good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I wanted to mention um, your version of the Russian share. Now everybody records Russian Russian share at some point, but yes. yours is has to be about the fastest one that I've heard recorded. Uh, why don't you talk about why you played that so fast on this? Well, I don't know. We just do it. Um, I think it's, a, it's also to do with the, when we've been out playing and to the concerts. Uh, of course, we play uh, concert halls, but we also play clubs. And when you're standing in front of a young audience... Uh, that really wants to dance. It it 
it kind of feels like uh, the temple should be up there, and uh, so uh, so we haven't really thought about that it was really really fast. But now you say it, I <laughs> I can easily uh, hear where you're coming from. <laughs> right, because uh, you know when we learn it, when we play it, it's for usually you know older people, so it, it has to go at at, at a more medium uh, speed, but. You're right. When you're, if you're playing in a club full of uh, young people, it, everything has to go really fast. You can't really play too much uh, of a slower uh, yes. material. Yes. Maybe maybe we also have been influenced by the Danish folk music that's really fast. But it's uh, We have been playing a lot of concerts all over Denmark, and, and Denmark has its own style of folk dancing and folk music, which is very fast. So maybe we just picked up some from our country and put it into the klezmer music. Sure. Now, yeah. why, why don't you talk about a little bit about that for a second, how, how your audiences uh, that may not be familiar with klezmer music uh, react w- when you play your shows. Yeah, the, there's a lot of play, uh, people at the club. They, they don't know uh, what music it is, but uh, I think, uh, what I just said before, like I, I've been playing a lot of uh, different genres, and just with klezmer, it's got this uh, incredible uh, tendency to go straight into the bodies of the listeners. It's um, it's the most direct form of music uh, that I know right now, and um, playing in front of a audience, if they're young or old, they just react like uh, it's. It's it's incredible to to see, so people might not know that it's klezmer uh, music, and of course they come after the show ask like what what kind of music is this and uh, they they a lot of people think that it's Balkan uh, music, um, but we can sell them differently. Yeah, like uh, like you were saying about the tempo that it's uh, it's uh, significantly faster than than uh, than other klezmer bands. And um, when we met Dave Krakow in New York in, uh, again 2008, and we met him again in 2009, 2010, but uh, he, he's been telling us you're playing it way too fast. And he's, he's been, uh, been trying to uh, make us understand this by telling us a story about um, how Klesma kind of should be. And, uh, and uh, he's saying, like, if you're standing in front of a lot of, a lot of people and they're dancing, you have to kind of focus on the oldest woman in the crowd and it shouldn't be faster than she can dance. So good little, <laughs> <laughs> good little rule he gave us there. But and, we, and as long as the oldest woman is under 30, it's okay, right? <laughs> exactly. That's what we feel. <laughs> oh, uh, so when you played in the U.S., uh, how were the U.S. Uh, audiences uh for you, or are they, are they different from uh, European audiences? Oh. Well, it's hard to tell, I think. Um, of course, when we, were, we, we we came to first time, we was in New York, was about 2008, and we was a part of a young artist program, program in Carnegie Hall. And um, I think... I think the crowd loved us, and every, everywhere we played, they they really liked our sound, 
um, I think is maybe our sound is more our own, and we have our own style of playing the klezmer, which is significantly uh, more different than the than uh, a traditional sound. Yeah, I think what Emil is trying to say is that um, yeah, it, it's different to tell the difference between a European and, and American uh, audience. Um, it's um, it's it has to do uh, with who is in the crowd and uh, if they're young or old, and if we're playing a church, a festival, a club, or um, concert hall. It's um, what I really love to see is that uh, people just react so instantly uh, from the music, and um, and they do that uh, no matter uh, where we play. Uh, so I guess there's some cultural differences uh, how how they react, but but still it's it's the same way of the music going straight into the bodies of the people, and and <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great pleasure uh, being a part of it. Right. Okay. So that's good. So, so the audiences are, are pretty similar, uh, in both areas. So that's good. Now, uh, Emil, I wanted to talk about your, your clarinet style a, a little bit because you yes. have, you have a very correct traditional, uh, klezmer sound. You know, all the ornaments are, are right in the right places. Um, wh- where did you study that? Well, actually, I have just been listening to lots of old records. Um, when I grew up, there, there isn't that much um, Jewish musician in Denmark. So I only had the old recordings from uh, the, the 10s and the 20s, and I've just been focusing on that. And then I've been uh, lucky enough to study with David Krakow and Andy Stantman for some time, and they taught me a lot. And then I just playing and playing and playing. Well, that's great because it, it you, you sound fantastic, and and uh, I, I really enjoy you know both the albums. Uh, I, I should mention the first album was self-titled Mama's Baba Ganoush. Uh, correct. Want to make sure I got that that part of it right. Actually, uh, it's it's called Klesma Killed the Radio Star. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, uh, that's also to do with that. Um, that that this klezmer music is about uh, playing live and in front of people, and uh, it's not about the coolness of the radio and so forth. That's right. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, you, you correct me now. You're right. That that is the the correct <laughs> title. <laughs> How could I forget that title? I don't know. That's a great a great title. Also, you guys are good with the titles. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and I, I was noticing in the uh, the, the uh, photography, uh, w- which is great on the uh, the booklet with the CD. Uh, Bo, you're playing that uh, looks like a flugelhorn here rather than a, a regular B flat B flat trumpet. So, uh, is that what you play normally all the time, or, or did you choose this over a trumpet or cornet maybe, or or how did you pick that? Um. Um. I, I'm playing the flugelhorn most of the time. Um, I think I went for the flugelhorn because uh, my background is uh, the trombone. And um, when when just started playing a trumpet, uh, I think it was a bit too nasal uh, for me. I 
I, I was really uh, looking for, for the sound and uh, practicing a lot, listening to all kinds of trumpet players. But um, I think the flugelhorn uh, suits me the best, and I, uh, I really like the sound of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I I, I play some flugelhorn also, and and uh, so for me, certain tunes I play trumpets, some I I play flugelhorn, but. Uh, you sound great playing flugel on on the whole thing, so stick with that. Thank you very much. It's <laughs> it's a kind of a joke because when we we're we're out playing, I I always bring my trumpet, uh, but it's always just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you ever thought about cornet? Uh, I haven't actually played the cornet. I have a pocket trumpet that I'm really really happy about. Um, and a, a slide trumpet. Now, I, I want to mention b- before we go about, about the artwork um, that's on the, the cover of the CD and also on the, in the uh, booklet. Uh, it, it's beautiful stuff, and it's rainbows and stars and things like that, so uh, it makes you think of of uh, angels uh, from, the, from the title. Uh, how did you get this artwork? Um, yeah. Uh, one of my good friends... Uh, Ben Kusk is called. Um, he's actually uh, working with uh, different arts like uh, woodwork and um, and uh, also doing tattoos and clothing. Uh, but uh, I got him into making our cover, and um, he was he's he's well into it. He loves the music, so he was uh, really happy that I asked him. And um, yeah, I'm I'm happy that you that you like the cover. I think it's. Uh, it's got some vibe, yeah. Yeah, it, it it's um, fairly simple, but it it is uh, you know just gorgeous. It it uh, the way he did the stars. I <laughs> I'm not an artist myself, so when I see something like that, uh, it I guess I'm easily impressed because it, it's really nice. If people want to find out more about the uh, Mamas Baba Ganoush, uh, buy the CD or download the uh, the tracks or. Uh, you know, have you for a concert or something? How would they find more information and, and find your music? Uh, we have a, a, a website called uh, mamas.dk, M-A-M-E-S.dk, and um, it's got a lot of links uh, to wave and the album, download, and, uh, yeah, basically the story about us. Uh, um, or you can go into iTunes and find us. Okay, iTunes, very good. So uh, uh, mamas.dk or iTunes, you can find uh, Mamas Baba Ganoush. Uh, yes. Both My Heart Aches When the Angels Dance and Klezmer Killed the Radio Star, the original. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, okay, uh, one more chance. Uh, anything else you want to mention? Well, we can talk about the future a little bit. Yes. Uh, you have any other uh, tours or, or uh, plans for your summer? Well, we're going to play a little bit in Copenhagen. And then um, in October, we're going to Amsterdam uh, and play at the Paradiso Club. Um, because last year, we was a part of a Jewish music competition called the Second International international Jewish music competition in Amsterdam. And um, it's a competition, and I think there was about 24 bands. 
and you can win some uh, some prizes there. Mm-hmm. And we we were lucky enough to get uh, three prizes, and uh, and for that we they invited us back. Wow! So congratulations. Yeah, thank you so much. That's and it, great. It, it was it was a wonderful experience uh, meeting a lot of other fans from all over the world. Uh, there was fans from Brazil, Argentina, U.S., uh, all over Europe, uh, Israel. Russia, Israel. Um, so it it, it uh, gave a lot of uh, inspiration for us as well. Uh, meeting, uh, for example, the Israeli band, um, the Heart and the Wellspring. Yeah, the Heart and the Wellspring with the funk. Was a, it was a big pleasure. Yes. Wow, that's great. Well, congratulations on that, and and you're going to go back to that. So that sounds great. Yes. And and so now we are working on some new material actually, um, and we're going to record it a little bit different because now we are recording in in sessions, so uh, it's uh, it has more of a produced feeling. So it's um, some completely different from what we've been doing until now. Uh, the two first album we made was just uh, almost live feeling, and now we're gonna cut off and chop off and do all sorts of things. And uh, yes, it's uh, it's really um, nice to work on the music this way. Terrific. Well, that sounds very exciting too, and uh, I look forward to hearing that. I'm sure you'll let me know the minute it's done. Of course, we will. <laughs> the first one to know. <laughs> Great. Uh, but thank you so much, Keith, for inviting us uh, to your podcast. It's uh, been a pleasure. Well, it's been my pleasure ha- having both of you on the podcast. Uh, I-, I love Mamba's Baba Ganoush. It- it's uh, a great band. It's a great sound. The new album uh, really spans. Uh, the gamut from from the traditional to the prog- progressive, and I like everything you've done with it. So, uh, so much. very good luck with the album, and good luck with your uh, upcoming uh, touring and, and uh, festivals and the next album. And uh, I'm sure we'll be speaking to you again soon. I hope so too. Yeah, definitely. And please come to Copenhagen. Yes, I I, I very much love to come come to Copenhagen. So. Yeah. Uh, you'll be the first to know. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, and you guys uh, have a good evening. It's Mama's Baba Ganoush. The album is My Heart Aches When the Angels Dance. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Hi, this is Gilad and Oren from Israelian, and you're listening to Klezmer Podcast. All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Emil Goldschmidt and Bo Ronda from the band Mama's Baba Ganoush. And from their new album, My Heart Aches When the Angels Dance, we heard the tracks Intro and Kosher Nostra. Once again, I'd like to thank Emil and Bo for appearing on the podcast and for providing the tracks for us to listen to. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to be on the podcast or have your music played, or if you have a new or soon-to-be-released album you'd like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. And as a reminder, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 82. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends. And until next time, bye for now.